so you actually did the thing that everyone tells you not to do, which is uh, date someone in your field. Yes. <laughs> We're also guilty, but... Uh, you met your husband yeah. through poker. Yeah. Tell us about that. I've actually uh, honestly always done that, though. Some people like the separation of they come home and they don't, their spouse doesn't know anything about what they do. That makes me feel like you're not... In my world. Like, yeah. that's such a big part of who I am. Yeah. Especially since it's like poker is such a unique kind of lifestyle, acting is a unique lifestyle. If you don't understand the lifestyle at all, it's like, I just feel so disconnected from you. That's Would it. you say that so. you're a shitter where you're an eater? <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. What's up? It's Iceman. And today we have a very special guest, Marley Spraggs. Hi. Hi. What's up? Um, I'm not going to pretend that this is the first time she came over. This okay. Is the second time she's so been on the, on Just the show. to like, let you know, like she came over last week and yes. we had a crazy malfunction. I blame Mercury Retrograde, but um, our microphones just wouldn't work and it was like pretty annoying. Um, for her, mostly, like, we just, like, kind of just wasted her whole, her whole afternoon. Yeah. And uh, and we recorded 10 minutes. It was just, like, a really juicy 10 minutes. I'm kind of sad for you guys. And then we made her choke on some uh, really spicy hot wings. And <laughs> yeah, we actually hang out all night. We hung out all night. It was really fun. Yeah, we just, so. like, we're like, how many things can we do to torture this <laughs> yeah. human? This and then I came back. And so. then yeah. she's like, you know what? Crazy. Come back next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun. They people. were like, oh, these wings are really spicy. And whenever someone says that, I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> It's like it's like what do they call it like hot ones or what's the Mike's hot or yeah Mike's hot oh right or, yeah it's yeah, like, yeah or it's like, the um, um, red hot I know exactly red what you're talking hot. about yeah. red, red hot, hot red yeah hot. and I'm just like yeah whatever it's like red hot and this shit was like no joke yeah <laughs> yeah but. so Steve likes spicy food and he yeah. challenged our neighbor by saying that his wings weren't that spicy last well, time they weren't so our neighbor decided to grill some shit out of some ghost peppers and uh yeah. <laughs> had them do the a different batch he made two batches one yeah. was like normal spicy and this one was like death up your ass spicy <laughs> yes death spicy and we were both man down both of you guys I, I did give a speech after I ate it though before it started to mess with my body. So I was okay taste buds wise, but my God, it yeah. definitely affected my body. Same. Anyway, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, um, welcome back. Thank you for coming back. You're a poker player. Yes. You are known. You are known. So there you go. You are, I've been around the bed in this niche. Well, you're a tuber as well. In a very, yep. in, you're known I'm in a niche various, tuber. Yeah, niche tuber. <laughs> poker player. You've also done some trolling in your time, which I very much love. Yes, of course. I've come down in my my later years. You guys didn't know me back in the day. I was like, I was like feisty as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, in a good yeah, way. Yeah. Of course, um, always. But yeah, well, yeah. Nobody well, likes a feisty chick. Tell us some um, a little bit about <laughs> that about the the start, like the start, because I know the refined, married. Yes, yes, Marley. yes. Yeah, I can't be doing that anymore. <laughs> I'm a lady. Of She's the, a lockdown woman. Yes, yeah. Um, no, I, I started a vlog four, five, four years ago, actually, only. It feels like longer. Oh, right. And I made a couple of videos in the beginning that were like, oh, well, just my vlogs in general, just crazy. Um, and I would just basically have no filter. And I still have no filter, but I feel like now how I describe it is like no topics off limit. But if I know it's inflammatory, I'll just be extra like cautious. Sensitive. Well, I'll just I'll just like put work into like how I word it and right. how I deliver it and how I present it. Whereas before I would just be like, oh, I'm gonna talk about fucking the Holocaust. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, you know, whatever it is, I would just just go for it. You know. Yeah, back when just you crazy. could like just do comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah. worry about 
getting canceled over some saying something that's wrong. true yeah. um well uh that so you started with poker you weren't always vlogging it you started with poker first yeah okay so yeah tell us how that like how did you transition from like poker into like hey i'm gonna film th- i'm gonna film this what were your first were your first vlogs comedy or were they were they yeah. hand histories well, they were comedy, so I started off doing because that was all there was really, and still kind of mostly is just hand history videos where you, if don't if you don't know poker, it's hand histories are like where you literally film the cards and then you're like, oh, and then I had Ace King and then I you walk someone through the hand, um, so I did that, but I would always do it like super out of line, like I would just say insane shit, like I'd be like, oh, if you're on the button you can get away with anything you can be racist you can be sexist you can yell <laughs> slurs but you can play any hand you want i would just i would do hands but i would just make it insane yeah um and i they did these two sketches like that weren't hands that was kind of like what blew up which was looking for a poker boyfriend which was i went through the poker room and i was like fuck tim fuck tim fuck tim there's no one <laughs> left like whatever and then i was like did one called building my poker bankroll which was basically me being like i'm broke i need to like rebuild my role and then I was like, I'm going to go be a stripper. I'm going to go be a homeless person. I'm going to do this. And then I fuck someone in the bathroom like to get a new bank roll. So very, uh, alluded to I, that. Yeah. I alluded it. It was, yeah. yeah. You don't actually get to see it. So I mean, but go watch it <laughs> yeah. just in case yeah. you get to see it. But the yeah. bit obviously is that everyone accuses you of that. So you're making fun of that. Yeah. Well, I was staked at the time. And especially like my backer, like people would just because he was my ex-boyfriend's like good friend. So we lived all lived together. And he would tell me like constantly people are like, oh, yeah, you like hitting that, whatever. It was like my like my brother, you know what I mean? And he was like, no, dude, I'm just backing her. And just like that's what you get as a woman in poker. So when someone makes fun of me, I'm just going to make fun of myself. I'm just going to be like, yeah, I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what we do. Yep, yep. That's what I'm doing. You, like, whatever you thought about us. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Yep. You nailed it. Yep. Um, But, you know, I think that I am super dry and I feel like, you know, I think some. Definitely some people took it as serious. A lot of women took it as serious and they took it as me like encouraging that behavior instead of being like, hey, like if you're just going to like accuse me of this, I'm just going to like lean into it a little bit. Yeah, I watched one video where you were like, you know, um, poker is so sexist towards women for every dollar that a man makes. I make 50. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I love that. The wage gap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> it's like whatever you think a woman is sucking out of the industry yeah yeah you're right asshole yeah yes yeah sure how does that feel yeah do you think it kind of sucks that like when you're playing poker you have to play poker almost like representing an entire block of human beings instead of just being an individual and playing poker yes i actually well i made a video about this too where it's like i feel like every podcast i do and Mm -hmm. i was guilty of it too because i had a podcast for a year and a half with jamie kerstetter um, and we had a lot of women on and naturally you just ask like, yeah, what's it like being a woman in poker? What's it? Do you think you have an edge? Every question is centered around your gender. Yeah. And it's like, I've always kind of just been like, I just want to be treated like, why is this everything filtered totally. through this lens? That it's happens. Uh, that happens with stand up comedy, too, because yeah. I know you're getting you're yeah. moving shifting more over to comedy. But like, I yeah. feel like everything's like, who's your favorite female comedian? Yeah. Who's your favorite female poker player? Like, why is it, it's not a. There's, it's not like sports where like mm. clearly men have a muscle advantage or whatever. It's like why why is it different? We're playing the same game, and you're just like attracted yeah. to like a yeah. male dominated field. I just like the game. I yeah. it's, you know, 
it's it's funny because I think that like it's just the elephant in the room. Like there's so few of us. It's like five percent mm-hmm. women. Um, this game, so it is just so astonishing when you see a woman, I guess, in a sea of men. So you can't help but comment on it. Like I said, I'm guilty of it too. But it's just like. I just want, and I don't know, some women really play it up and they kind of want to lean into that. Yeah. And I'm like, I just like, want, I'd rather you just treated me like any other dude. Right. You know? Well, it's too bad you're not going to exploit it for for personal gain. Because <laughs> <laughs> you really could get far with it. Yeah. 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 So where'd you start playing poker? Well, my dad played for a living. Um, I lived in Vegas briefly when I was growing up, uh, when he played live. And so just him, just like being around just it. Just around it all the time. Wow, that's yeah. really cool to have like a dad yeah. that was a professional poker player. So you're yeah. just like born into the industry. Kind of, yeah. I've never heard that story actually. Every story is like, yeah, my parents were really pissed at me. And like, I just wanted to take a chance. So yeah. I really liked the game. And like, it was really hard to convince them. But your dad was like, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah for sure he was he's always been supportive that's what's good about it but no I mean I I but still even though I was like playing throughout or I knew about the game and I enjoyed it I still like wanted to be an actor that was like my thing oh so originally you wanted to be an actor yeah well I I was a model in high school and I was like Uh, subtle flex (laughs) this was like 10 this was like 10 plus years, like 15 years ago. I was a model. Uh, well, now there's people that like, you were a model. Yeah, of course. I love those people. Yeah. You're just talking about your you life story. You can't it's say like, anything yeah. without oh, really? like, Yeah. Oh, you think you're better than us? <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, really? What have you done? Oh, you think you're hot? Oh, you think you're hot? Oh, you think you're hot? Oh, you think you're really hot? It's the best. It's the best. You're just saying a fact about yourself. Shout out to those people. Love it. I used to say that too, but the things I modeled for were like cat food. I modeled for ADD medication. Yeah, I modeled for yeah not the type of model that you think of think of modeling no um what was i gonna say but yeah i was doing that in high school in boston and my dream at that point was to, like be a supermodel but i'm super short and just what's super short how tall are you five seven which is like yeah that's not gonna cut a it. dwarf not gonna cut it in the modeling world um and my agent bless his heart was like I was going to New York for school and he was like I was like I'm just gonna be a supermodel whatever he's like you're not (laughs) you're just too short there's something you don't hear in the modeling podcast it's like somebody who's who's short right and and they're like well, you know, you don't you have kind of isn't that kind of interesting? You're a short model. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Never gonna happen. Your agent goes, "Mm, you could do catalog. And it's like a, that's what I had been doing is catalog. (laughs) And I did and I did in in New York too, but I just do you know, I did some like magazine stuff, but like I wouldn't do runway. Sears? Sears. You could you could do Sears. You could yeah. Sears you could, is a very, Sears is good. very a old reference. Very good. Yes. Mine was like you can do print. Yes. Yeah. That's I'm five great. four. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Um. You know anything under like five nine is just like you're just don't even exist on this earth. Like no. why are you even here? Yeah. Why are you here? Um. And then I was in New York and I I forget how I even got on this. What was the question? Oh, how you uh, started acting? Start, yeah, yeah got started into got into poker, um, but then you originally wanted oh wanted to be an actor. Yeah, yeah. So I was just doing this, and so I was in that world. And because I couldn't be like a supermodel, I was like, oh, I just was booking commercials and stuff, and that's kind of how I got my foray into it. And then I quit university and did two acting schools, and I was like, oh, I can like kind of do it, but in a different way because I'm short and useless. Yeah. So. <laughs> Life cut up to you. Yes, exactly. I'm past my prime. And so, I'm yeah. a brunette. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you actually but. really remind me of Tina Fey with the glasses. Oh, yeah. Thanks. What gets you? What gets you going? Okay, I'm acting. You know, this maybe isn't what what I thought it was going to be. I'm thinking about poker now. Oh well, you guys are in the industry. Like I was just 
auditioning and bricking and auditioning and bricking and booking some things then getting close and then bricking and yeah audition life really prepared me for tournament life yeah it's nice. super high variance it's a lot of rejection a lot of yeah. like oh yeah practicing studying me for crypto. and then yeah you didn't get it you didn't get it you didn't get it's it it's actually worse in some ways because i feel like the gods decide your variance in poker whereas like some dude in a fucking suit who doesn't even know what the fuck's going on decides your fate in the entertainment industry so it's actually worse yeah because it's actually personal like where sometimes you're there and they already booked the role but they have to just kind of go through the rigmarole yep my my ex-husband or my ex-husband my ex-boyfriend we were not married (laughs) in new york and i was like 20 um was a director and he did commercials and like I always tell the story of like he was booking this big commercial for AMC and Microsoft and he watched the first tape in bed and just was like oh, let's just do them and they had like tons of people he didn't even watch and I was like those people have like died yes. that will like change yeah. their life and they take it so personally after yes. I had a manager yeah. who would uh, lecture me every time I didn't book a role he was pretty crazy and toxic mm-hmm. but like he was uh yeah very like overbearing and like every time wow. i didn't book it like he would even if it was like a two-line audition he would like what do you what are you thinking do you think like maybe you need to get back into shape you know maybe you need to get more tv ready maybe like you didn't deliver the run like if you can't book a two-liner like i don't know what's wrong with you and like but like he would just crazy berate me but yeah when you know the inside but stuff. like then you know you have that back the you know the the behind the scenes and it's mm. like well actually it's sometimes it has nothing to do with you Most sometimes, of the time. like sometimes the casting director is even like we like this person and the director's like nah i got a, a nephew that wants his first shot we're gonna give it to that Legit. guy or sometimes like and this is crazy too like um you know youtube started becoming a thing numbers yeah. started becoming a thing so they're like we really want this person for the role so it doesn't matter you're auditioning all these other people they mm. already just want this person for the role mm. because of the numbers attached to them yeah. like the social media the presence followers. yeah it's fucking hilarious it's all, well, i'm sure it's worse because that's all about what your likes are and your following and your subscribers yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy because when i started um like really going doing the audition grind was like 2008 2009 and that manager yeah it's crazy uh knew that i was doing youtube and i was getting kind of a follow a big following on youtube and he was like you're not gonna be taken seriously as an actor you need to stop doing youtube and cut the cord blah 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 don't even mention it don't say anything yeah. about it and it then like five years later mm. you go into audition they're like so how's your social media following and i'm like that's so crazy yeah you're ahead of the game yeah so but, did you see yeah. did it help you then like because you had that following i, I think or? it helped me get more opportunities for mm. sure um I I think any edge you can take, you you have to take it in entertainment. And you know, yeah. my first acting coach actually said that he's like, I'm not, I'm gonna teach you how to act, but I'm gonna teach you guys more about the business behind acting because yeah. how to make money is gonna be more important than being the best, most talented actor. The most talented actor, you don't even know who they are because yeah. the, they they didn't get cast enough or whatever. But you make need to make money. And the more yeah. up the chain you look, like you see a lot of actors who are just playing themselves and they yeah. do really well. Yeah, they like Ryan Reynolds is awesome. Yeah. yeah, but he's just being Ryan Reynolds out there and it's like good for him definitely he did that buried movie but which he's very good in but i'm saying when he makes the money he's making it as himself same with jennifer aniston there's a lot of like people that when you start you should play roles closer to yourself and then like branch out yeah branch out but yeah he was basically like the Mm. first way you're gonna get cast is by knowing someone does it like you have to be born into the industry second way is you're rich as fuck and you can just pay your way in third way is you have to be like the most beautiful like some of the top 10% most beautiful people like just good looking people are just gonna cast more yeah Yeah. I heard a great bit and then fourth is talent somebody was saying that Margot Robbie has never 
had a bad time as a woman in Hollywood because <laughs> it's just like she's just like they just throw rolls at her. They dump rolls like on her front porch as like a leading lady or whatever. Because she's just so gorgeous. Because she's yeah, beautiful woman and all that stuff. But then like obviously going up yeah. the chain, like people uh, who were beautiful, yeah. nobody calls them anymore. Yeah, very interesting. Um, but Crazy. so you 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 decide to pivot into poker. Mm. Is your dad like I don't know about this? No, he's very supportive. He definitely. It's like good and bad that he really understands what it is because he's supportive and he understands it, that it's a legitimate career and it's not gambling really. Um, but he went broke. He had some, he's seen some dirty sides of it. And so he's also just like, you know, you could do anything. You protect- you t- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you wasting your life? Kind of. Um, but he's very supportive and. Certainly now that I'm kind of doing yeah the old style things. old uh, poker stories I hear are pretty nuts like yeah when the regulation wasn't as strict yeah I mean it still can get pretty nuts like but, what well I mean like there's a lot of cheat a lot more cheating like, oh. easier to get away with cheating yeah. um just like I mean at the end of the day it's a casino game you know it's gonna be rife with just sketchy characters it still is but there's mm. just more regulations and gaming can you know gaming is just tighter more people got caught and then helped to catch the people who are doing the bad thing right yes, exactly yeah. yeah so you actually did the thing that everyone tells you not to do which is uh date someone in your field yes <laughs> we're also guilty but uh you met your husband yeah. through poker yeah tell us about that i've actually uh, honestly always done that though I always, I've met, I think, all of my serious boy, every person I've ever dated at, like, work or in my field. Like, I just, some people like the separation of they come home and they don't, their spouse doesn't know anything about what they do. That makes me feel like you're not. In my world. Like, it's such a big part of who I am. Yeah. Especially since it's, like, poker is such a unique kind of lifestyle. Acting is a unique lifestyle. If you don't understand the lifestyle at all, it's like, I just feel so disconnected from you. Would you say that you're a shitter where you are an eater? (laughs) <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. She, she ate those wings. She definitely likes eating shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I was going to say. Yeah, well, it, helps, it helps have somebody in your in your field so that they understand what you're going through, maybe? I think so. Because, I, I mean, obviously, some people feel like they just don't want to come home and talk about work. And so they kind of prefer the opposite. I think most people are like that, actually. Well, most people hate uh, their jobs. I think that's that, why. That's true. They spend all day at the job yeah. that they hate and they don't want to talk, wanna about, talk about, about it after. It's, it's yeah. like when Jennifer Lopez married that um, waiter. Yeah. And it's like, well, she married for love, but like, there's just some barriers that like he's not gonna understand her world. She's yeah. not gonna understand his world. That's <laughs> an extreme example because yeah. she's like, her world is just Mars, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we met in Reno doing commentary um, and just became friends. And then, uh, like, six did months. you know who he was before you started commentary? No. Okay. Because like the Twitch world, he plays online. By the way, for those of you who don't know, um, her husband is Spraggy on Twitch, huge poker Twitch streamer. Check he's, him out. Yeah. He's he's a Brit. He's a Brit. He's a Euro. He never comes to the states. It was he used to be sponsored by Poker Stars. The only reason why he was there. Um, he doesn't really play live poker. And yeah, it was just a random thing, and we just became friends. And then I did. Uh, I hosted a tournament. In London and I hit him up and we hung out um, and as friends and then just became friends and then one day I was like just I have friends. a crush on you just friends <laughs> <laughs> and then you know it happened um, you had a crush on him because does it feel like you're hanging out with your best friend like that oh, kind of yeah. yeah yeah I mean I'm just very like 
when I meet new people, especially, I'm just like, who are you? I don't feel comfortable with you. I don't know you. And I just felt very comfortable with him. Yeah, I met her at a drag bar and she was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> she yeah. was, like, I was no. like, no, I'm cool, I'm cool. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. She didn't do that. She didn't do that. <laughs> I had a few drinks. That helps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's, re- that's really cool. So um, you were telling me that so you started dating and then and then the pandemic hit. So yeah. that was your first year of dating was like living with each other. Yeah. You like moved in with him. Yeah. How did that happen? I was visiting him in the UK in March and just was there for a week. We had a wedding to go to. And right when I was about to leave was when things were shutting down. And it was like that was like the fucking when shit hit the fan. And we were like, holy shit, this could be serious. Maybe I'll just stay and just because we could be separated and who knows. And so I just stayed and I'm. I stayed until November, and then and yeah. you just kept staying. And we got engaged. Aww. <laughs> How did he propose? Yeah. We were in Dublin um, because I could only stay in the UK for six months, um, and then we went to Dublin just because I had to leave the country. And they were in complete lockdown; like everything was completely shut down. So we went. He took me to like a, the park mm. and just proposed in the park. And then we had a couple of friends who are Irish, and they had set up like a picnic for us with like champagne and stuff. Sick. It was really so simple. Sweet. And then we grinded online after. <laughs> I no love way, that. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You watched fo- a football game. You watched your Colts get wrecked like before, right before. Before, right, not after. Before, before, yeah. Yeah. I um, have a little more class. But uh, so that's so interesting. So you guys started dating. You moved in right away, which means he didn't mind living with you like you guys didn't mind living with each other usually that's no. like the make or break it time people delay that process we're yeah. always like move in as soon as you can yes yeah. because the sooner you know if you can live with someone then you could just like you don't have to guess anymore if like this is gonna be a long-term thing because yeah. that'll let you know real quick dude pain is growth bro like you're gonna learn from the pain of like maybe initially yeah. living with each other uh-huh. and that's where you'll either grow uh with that person or or realize it's time to grow away from them 100 percent. no it was I mean, it was just such a like, we had so much fun. Like, it wasn't even hard. That's <laughs> awesome. Know. It was yeah. great. I don't know. We were still in the like, super honeymoon phase. Yeah. It was just like, we had a great time. I had a great time during COVID. I don't know. And then, <laughs> I had a great time. My such COVID a great was so quote. great. What a <laughs> <laughs> it was good for me. I, yeah. Uh, Love you guys it. like had not a good time during the pandemic. I heard some people That's didn't like, have a good time. Why? Why? Weird. Did you try like getting <laughs> proposed to yeah. or like <laughs> try being like a like a loving relationship? Like I don't like, get it. Very fresh and like new. <laughs> And you guys like both like the same things. Like, well, did you even try? I thought you were dry. That's you're just being honest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so so you now you're yeah. now you play poker with your guy. Yeah. And one of my favorite things cuz cuz we also have we we have Chris Mormon in our lives with with Katie and yeah. they I love hearing them argue with each other about poker. It's one of my favorite <laughs> fucking things in the world to hear yeah. a husband and wife argue about their field. It's like yes. what they both do. Yeah, because to an outsider, like Steve for example does not play poker at all. I don't play poker. So it's yeah. like hearing like a completely different language yes. and yeah. to the outsider poker is like oh a fun game and then yeah. people are like really seriously talking about their hands and like well and there's the husband wife element of like the husband and wife yeah oh, i'm right and you're wrong and like but you're you're talking about a game where anybody could be right or wrong how's yeah. that how how do those combos go oh i i made a video about it a couple but i made one in particular about it and it's just it's it's usually me, although it's both of us. Um, I can't like for example when I played Hustler, I played on the Hustler Casino Live. Yeah, check and, that out. Right, 
they took our phone away and then I got my phone off back off after stream the first text to see what he was like that five seven call was like the worst play anybody made on stream the whole night and I was like <laughs> I literally fucking hate you I mean he just like, wants me to play well so he's like really yeah. hard it's like hard on me Tough in a good way dad, tiger dad <laughs> I was like I don't need to hear any criticism it's just so hard because I'm not in the state right then to like yeah. hear. I knew it was a pun. Yeah, you're not like, it's not well, like, I didn't actually hey, know, let's but... go over this. Like, did you notice any hands that I blah, blah, blah? The next like, day. Like, yeah. when I'm ready to receive the tough news that I mm. punted away our money, you know. But right after is so yeah. hard. Like sometimes so I come hard. back from just playing like ca a cash session like on the strip and he's like, how'd it go? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, if I lost, I don't want to talk about it. If I won, I, I still don't have anything to report other than I won. Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah. Well, I just so wanted like, how was your day. I just wanted to house yeah, your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but to have someone in the, in that knows the hands and then I go, it's okay, well, this happened. Yeah, and yeah I, I'm not in the right mindset, but that's like, he, he does want you to do. Do you think he's making the text and he's like, he's like, hey, just so you know. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, that was, that was not great. And then he's like, nah, I'm going to let her have it, dude. You know what I mean? He's like, nah, 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 that's not good enough. That was the worst shit I saw the yeah. whole stream. You know what I mean? No, literally. And he doesn't even hold back. His he's not even delegate. He's just like, that was like, he was like, that was a $500 bet. It's probably losing $497. Oh my gosh. Like, I was like, thank you. Yeah, he's really good with the technical stuff. Yeah. Like, wow. I, I had only seen um, a few clips before I ever met you guys. I used to watch like Brad Owens vlogs a lot and you guys were in one of them. And, mm. um, but you, you left like earlier oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he got in a hand with Spraggy over where he Brad got a set of twos and he wasn't supposed to even open or three bet with pocket two so mm. Spraggy couldn't put him on a hand I think Spraggy had queens oh um or something and then anyway it might have been reversed but he broke down Spraggy broke down the math like during the hand like it's all on the vlog like where he's like do the math, count the combos, da, 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 like and and yeah. like ran through this whole thing. I was so impressed by that, where I was like, "Wow, I gotta study more. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta yeah. study. I gotta study more." Because and then Spraggy lost off. the hand. Exactly. That's why he's flexing on him. He got wiped out. Trying to save hand. face, yeah. dude. Hey, you lost. So I don't care about the fucking combos, dude. Are you counting chips or not? It did put him in a really tough spot, which I think is almost more exciting than whether the person calls or folds is like putting them in a really tough spot where you they're mean like verbally no or well like whatever with your bet size oh, with okay. yeah. with in a spot where they're not sure what to do yeah that's like kind of the the fun part when you're the aggressor that made them sweat i see yeah like you're hoping for a, you know whatever you're hoping for maybe you want them to fold maybe you want them to call but like the fun part is like you did that to them. Mm -hmm. We're going to now go on a break, but when we return, we're going to talk about poker industry as a whole. We're going to talk about your where you see yourself in that industry don't as point, a whole. Don't point at people. It's don't point. It's rude. And we're going to be right back. <laughs> Stop you offending our guests. I'll tell you what about network. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like, we're not desperate. We're, like, kind of desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So, huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Bly. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> and welcome back. Hello. Hope you guys checked out some of our sponsors. They Hope you bought whatever we told show. you to buy. Um, actually, we didn't talk about this, but uh, when I when you first started changing your style of clothing, three brand, I was like, it actually reminds me of Spraggy's outfits. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, Spraggy, if you're watching this, which you better be because you consume all my content. Um, <laughs> You look amazing. Well, you inspired me to wear it last week because I, I told you that I have a rebrand, but I wasn't going to do it this week because I didn't want you to hate me on first sight. Yeah, and, and then, then I you was explained like, to me, oh, no, he actually, yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, we're good. How many, does does Spraggy just have like one that he wears over and over again? Or does he have like a Doug collection of like track, track suits? suits? <laughs> Dozens. <laughs> he just bought six more, he just bought six more tops. He's like, I'm splurging, treating myself for W. I'm like, yeah, they're like 60. He's like, I'm splurging. I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Same with him. You never buy anything. They're like $45. They're I love cheap. these things. They're cheap. I yeah. love them. He, and they're comfy. He did send me a Gucci suit the other day and was like, I don't know, I can't justify it. And I'm like, it's actually pretty class. You yeah. should treat yourself. But he's a like, Gucci suit? A Gucci, like, um, you know, tracksuit. Like track yeah. Suit. yeah. Dope. He, yeah. he could have, like, a final table tracksuit. Like, yes. he changes into the Gucci suit when he when he final tables. Yeah, special occasion. I think that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm like, more oh, of a Balenciaga guy, but I get it. Yeah. yeah. He, he does not spend any. He's got a nice car, and that's it. He will wear the same pair of shoes until they have holes in them. Don't he, you love it? He just is not spendy i that's a little bit this one but i'd like him to think that what he's doing is splurging so that Thank he you. doesn't look my direction Thank when you. i spend money <laughs> yeah I, I don't yeah he doesn't yeah. Um, so the poker industry as a whole uh-huh. right now there is a huge fucking craze which is called hand histories right like yeah. and it's been i know that in the poker community it's been known but it's actually kind of broke out into more so of the a layman. mainstream yeah, yeah like like a bunch mm-hmm. of noobs who are like don't really know poker who are trying to learn about it they're mm-hmm. all watching like a lot of hand histories right yeah. now so, like, how does that, I mean, I know that for someone who's been doing this for a long time, mm. and I don't want to speak for you, but I, what I keep hearing is that everyone's kind of, in the poker industry is kind of sick of it, but no, it really like sick works. Sick of put, creating the content. Yeah, creating the content, it, exactly. It just gets boring, because it's what they do day in and day out. Is that is that right? Yeah, and 
I'm trying to think about it in like entertainment terms, but it's kind of just like the most base. They, not only do they want to see hands, they want to see just like 101, like the most yeah. basic, like fundamental strategy with, you know, because people, you got to think about like a layman doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Like they're a casual person. It's understandable that they just want complete basics. And obviously, if you're in the industry doing complete basics, gets old after a while yeah I just, look so. uh, as a layman i am you're talking to the yeah the pointy head layman yeah i love the drama of the flop i fucking love it so that's the what it, that's what gets you that's what gets me every single time what's the flop gonna be what's the flop gonna be who's got what and what's the flop gonna be because you could sit there with two aces i know this much uh-huh. i know this much and then you see two nines on the flop and you don't see any aces and then you're like whoa i could be in trouble with uh-huh. my aces that i thought were gonna rock it uh-huh. So They're I know that much, but I'm pun. just saying, like the drama yeah. of that. I don't think he meant it. I'm a huge sports fan. I fucking love sports. Uh huh. Um, and there is such a high amount of drama in the flop that mm. I find it. I think I'm. I get addicted to watching the flop. Interesting. What about the turn? You don't like the turn? Turn's cool. It's only one. Card. Turn's cool. It's just not as dramatic not as, as the flop. The flop dramatically changes. The flop. Yeah. The whole dick on the table, and yeah. everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Right. Yep. The 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 turn is cool though. It helps you narrow it all down. But the flop really does. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. Do you like watching the hand histories because you feel like, okay, what would I do in this situation? Like, if he raised me on this, like, what? No, I just want to no? see somebody get wrecked or not wrecked. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> it's like watching car accident videos, which is another one of my favorite things. <laughs> I love watching people in yeah. expensive cars yeah. doing dick maneuvers. Uh, like, like I got a Lamborghini. I'm going around all you stupid plebs. And then he just goes into the side of an embankment. <laughs> and like, da- you know, like $250,000 of damage immediately. Yeah. Boom. Like instant justice. I like that shit. See, well, that's interesting because like I can't even answer the question as good as you because the question is why do they do so well and someone who's outside of poker knows better than me because I me. can't fucking That's so true. And I'm dressed like a noob who plays poker too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I mean, I I watched a lot of poker vlogs when I first started um, and it was more because like when you're studying GTO or like you're studying with a sim um, like they, they're playing perfectly so like it doesn't train you to play in real life and so mm-hmm. the first like real life lesson when I went to play the casino I was like this doesn't play like the computer at all Mm -hmm. and then watching the poker vloggers like having them explain like what the other person might be thinking or like why they're making that bet size or whatever because the Mm -hmm. sim also wants you to bet like really minuscule sometimes like open with like a two times big blind bet Mm -hmm. um yeah like they they would uh they would kind of like break all that down so that was cool as a beginner and then but I will say like as when they started playing higher stakes I was like I don't relate to this anymore. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not playing with a hundred thousand dollars. It's, it's like you're watching, you know, somebody talking shit, right? Yep. Usually on on a stream, people like are are establishing their personalities a little bit, uh-huh. and so they're talking about their hands or whatever, and they're usually get, there's some cockiness to it, which is which I find very enjoyable. I yeah. like that part, right? Yeah. And then it's almost like cutting to the inside of a NASCAR driver, right? You got yeah. that fucking mm-hmm. camera in the window, mm-hmm. and he's like. Hey, watch this! I'm about to rock it, and then he fucking goes into a wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like that. Yeah. It, it like fucking does 800 spins, and then yeah. like goes off the side of the thing. Like that's what it's like. It's like watching somebody go from the highest of the highs to the lowest of lows. Yeah. And like seeing how they rebuild from there, I just mm. find it all fascinating. It's mm. like it's like an, a three act story happening very very fast every time. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's I didn't think of it that it's way. It's a lot of drama. So you yeah. were on your YouTube channel. Uh-huh. You were you're doing some hand history videos mm-hmm. and they do well, um, and then you also do other content that um, 
is hit or miss. Like so, like it, it, yeah. you love making it, but you're like, you know, sometimes it doesn't. I feel like because I started a new YouTube channel like for mainstream content just recently. Yeah, and I want. Which, to- by the way, we're gonna put it in the description, so check it out. Yes, please. Um, and I did that because. I could I could have just posted it on my poker channel, but I want people I don't want to get those comments of like what even is this or like I expect it I don't want them to come for yeah. poker and then I give them mainstream shit. Um, so I was like, hey, I'm doing this new channel. This is what it's going to be. If you want that kind of thing, which is kind of scary because you have to really you really yeah. get the, the hard truth of like who's actually interested in hearing from you and not just yeah. like want to see poker. But um, I have like almost a thousand subs and like nice. very short time, and so it was like wow, like. Some people there are. I think I have like a really solid group of like diehards. Yeah, like but, it's a great foundation. Yeah, but especially it's, for like consistent. Yeah, for just like hey, this is just gonna be me. Like yeah, do you want to sign up? Um, but yeah, I just think it's so hard because you obviously I definitely want numbers. Like you get addicted to like what doing you know doing what works. But I guess I think the thing too is like people don't come to me to learn strat as much as they come to like brad or andrew because it's like i'm kind of like a cute girl at the time i was like young and they're kind of more like i feel like the average viewer is a guy right they can't yeah. see themselves in me You're an ex-supermodel girl oh, oh, supermodel, yeah. <laughs> sorry <laughs> regular model girl yeah, regular print, model, yeah okay scum five seven <laughs> um but uh no i don't just think that this is like my thing but yeah, well, it's what you feel in your heart. So yeah. this is actually what we connected on right off the bat because I, I mean, obviously, have been doing YouTube full time since two thousand nine, and um, started with comedy and then moved into vlogs. And so I know that people, like, I know mm. what people are watching me for, kind of now, like, and I love it. Like, I love on the vlog channel, I love vlogging my daily life. Mm-hmm. On the comedy channel, I was doing a cooking comedy channel too. And and like, that's what people uh, like came to the channel for and subscribed. And like, you yeah. really have to think of that. Like when someone hit that subscribe button, that's what they subscribe. This is the type of content they hit the button for. Yes, yes. And so when I started getting into poker and on my vlog channel, I'm just vlogging my daily life, but now mm-hmm. poker is becoming more a part of that life. Mm-hmm. Um, I struggled with like, well, I want to be sharing like what I'm going through with poker, but there's a lot of people that don't understand or aren't interested. And, and mm-hmm. so I, I had considered starting a second and a third channel for yeah. poker, but then it's like, how do you balance, how do you balance that, um, that workload yeah. of, are you continuing to post content on the poker channel and then also mm-hmm. posting content on the main channel? And how's that working out for you? Well, I honestly like I I kind of knew that I wanted to do more mainstream stuff for a while now and I it just really scares me because well my identity is poker it's just a lot safer the menu is a lot smaller I just feel like this is it's just one of my comfort zone and when you open it up to like now you could just make it about anything yeah at least I have a style and I know kind of like the the vibe like I know I want to do sketches. I know they want to be short. And I know my I know my general like, sense of humor. So that's not starting from like square one. But it's scary, and I put it off for a long time. But I just realized that I'm just. I had a convo with um, a big content creator, and I was in um, uh, Barcelona, and he was just like, "You're just never gonna like grow unless you branch out. Like this is just so capped." That's true. And so it really gave me the push to be like, "Fuck it." You and know? do you have a lot of ideas that you want to do, and like? You never get to explore them if you just keep focusing yeah. on the the poker channel. I have ideas, but I'm like, 
you know, like poker ideas, I just kind of know they'll work. And yeah. so they feel safer. Um, whereas these, I, I kind of like question my own sense of humor, like what works, because I'm just like, does that, is that, does, will that work? Because I haven't done it before, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, that well, work is the basis of every fucking creative thing ever. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. actually, I think that's the beauty of it. Like yeah. a lot of people are, are mad because they're like, I want my channel to be big already. And it's like, well, no, actually you don't because this is the part where you're figuring it out. And um, you don't want like a hundred thousand eyeballs on you telling you what a bad job you did or telling you you yeah. should have done it this way or that way or whatever. It would have been funny if you did this instead. It pulls on when, your voice. Yeah, where you're yes. in the very beginning and like you get to experiment and like it's scary, mm. but it's also like fun because like I'll try this and see if it works. And I don't have to worry that like there's a dedicated audience that is used to seeing just the same video every single mm-hmm. time and now I'm trying something new. Yeah. Like you're in an experimental phase. So it's kind of kind of fun in that way. It's fun, yeah, for Especially sure. Especially if you don't, I was telling, like talking about this too, like if you really like need the views for like sustaining your income or, mm-hmm. or something, then it can kind of hurt your creativity because yeah. you're, you're just wanting to stick to like what works and what brings in views. But when you don't yeah. have that, yeah, that worry in the back of your mind. Yeah, for sure. I it's just scary. It's just I'm definitely at this new chapter now, and it's really scary. Scary. So, but it's but that's how I know I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, because I was at the point with poker videos where I wasn't at the I wasn't really at will this work. I was like, I know this will work. Mm-hmm. I like I, it was formulaic because I like knew what. I, some things are better than other things, but I generally like knew it would work. Yeah, and that that's kind sense. of like a bad place to be almost because then it's Creatively. like you're yeah you're kind of on autopilot a little bit. Yeah, you know? it's all the, always like what your uh, what your drive comes from, right? Like some people, I was always kind of jealous of the people that mm-hmm. didn't really care about the creativity. Like they're not yeah. like super creative people, but they know it works online, and they just were able to do it consistently. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're bored, maybe they're not, but they don't really care because they're driven by consistency and money and growth yeah. and. Uh, and like they're not bothered, I would get bothered by being stagnant like for a while, and I was always kind of mad at myself for that because he's like, I could just keep doing this thing forever, mm. and it would work. But I don't. I feel like a different person now, and I think yeah, that's kind of what you're going through. And yeah. and anyone that is more of a creative person could probably relate to that. Yeah. Um, you tweeted something uh, about this a while like a couple months ago yeah and i loved reading the responses because um i knew some of the people in the responses and uh i could i definitely could tell go yeah this that makes sense because this person is way more creative and then this person's Mm -hmm. like well i just go by the numbers and kind of that way in poker too yeah yeah. you have like the technical people and then you have the like intuitive people and live read people yeah yeah. field players yeah no it's hard um I always struggle with that because sometimes I feel like I go too far the other way where I'm like so because well because what happened for me was I was doing everything when I came to my vlog I got so many opportunities I did my podcast I hosted Triton which I did interviews I was playing in this huge nosebleed game at Aria private games I was doing commentary and tournaments I was doing literally everything and still making vlogs and then I started therapy and I was like okay, like, what do I actually want to, like, focus on? What could I, what would I actually want to do if I could do anything? And the answer was just to make content that, like, I would actually watch. Because, mm. frankly, like, a lot of stuff I had made, like, I wouldn't really watch it personally. Um, it just kind of was what worked or whatever. Yeah. And I was, like, that was my only goal is I just want to make shit that I think is good. And that's what I've been doing for the last year. Um, 
But I feel like I kind of, in that process, got too far in the rabbit hole of like artsy fartsy with it. And I think that now I'm ready to find, now that I've like done that, I'm like, okay, now I gotta, now I feel that I'm actually can trust myself that I can keep that going. I'm gonna like try to grow it and think more business. Yeah, that's, I wish more, I wish people would hear what you just said and repeat it like 17 times in a row. I'm not kidding. Cause sometimes I'm trying to watch hand history videos and guys are like cutting to fucking crane shots or something or like some part of their day I don't give a shit about. (laughs) I don't give a fuck, dude, that you <laughs> went to McDonald's. I don't give a shit. Please just get to the fucking hand history part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, they think it's, like, creatively fulfilling or something. Or, like, to cut to them getting off an airplane and putting the bag on. And we all know you're a jet setting around the world to play poker, bro. I don't give a fuck. Just show me the jacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, show me where you're I out of the see, table. see, this is where I get stuck is, like, that's... <clears throat> So I yeah. love that part is like picking out the, I love picking out background music. I love like explaining a story. Like it's not just the thing I'm doing, but it's like the story as a mm. whole of my life, right? And mm. and so uh, I can relate when you have a creative person that's like trying to stick to this formula that works, but they have this like other part that's pulling them. So I get, I get that. And actually, so wait, sorry, okay, yeah. but like, so are you saying that we shouldn't follow that creative edge? We should just kind of I, should saying, separate it. Yeah, chill a little bit on the frufush mm. stuff that mm. doesn't. It's not relevant to me. I think right. he's you know I mean? saying like, you're doing the right thing by separating right thing. Yeah. two you, different channels. You just said you were being mm. self-aware, going like, yeah. I realized I was too in the fruit, like artsy fartsy shit. And I think that a lot of people make that mistake, but you kind of try to, you have to go there to find your voice, I think. But yeah. then yeah. I think you also have to just think about what your audience is there for, because mm. that's key to the whole game, right? Otherwise, just make videos, let's make home movies and like literally just rewatch them. Definitely. Go for it. Like mm. honestly, and I'm not even like making fun of anybody when I say that. I just think that some people actually do do that. And yeah. it's like, you're not Casey Neistat, bro. Like you're like, that's his thing. In his lane, nobody's waiting for Casey Neistat to get to the point because that's the point of a Casey Neistat video is you're just hanging out with the guy. Yeah. So that's cool. It's the different vibes of the different, different vibes. It's like what's your through what's your through line? And like you know, like like as somebody who's written scripts and shit, it's like get to the fucking story already, dude. You get you got to get to the story quicker. Everyone's already out. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. Like uh, with including more poker stuff into my regular vlogs, I'm like I'm scared. I'm splitting. I'm alienating my audience a little bit because. Mm-hmm. The way I want to, the way I'm talking about the game is not like layman friendly, but I like want to connect to other people in that, you know, and so I'm like, well, maybe I should just start another channel, but then that's hard too. So I started a Twitch stream for that, but I feel like Mm -hmm. the same but opposite with you, where you like went too far this direction and now you're finding the balance. I feel I, I went just deep in the hole with poker where I like wasn't uploading videos for a while and now just like kind of rebalancing out. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is, um, when it comes to like art and business, like what you love and like, versus like what's going to make the money, just like my acting coach earlier was talking about, like you have to, if you're going to sustain the business part of it, you have to delay some of the art part of it. And he would be like, get typecast as much as you can, make all the money, Mm. and then you can branch out and do your, like what Mm. fulfills you as a person. Maybe you want to do a play or like, maybe you want to do something that's not like money related. Um, And so it's always a struggle. When you look at YouTube analytics, right? Like Mm. when you look behind the video of like what people are there for, you can tell where people have the most attention and where people drop off. And if, if you're sitting there and you can understand that 
yes, me talking here about how I went to McDonald's is something that I liked because I told this quick joke in it and I really liked the way that I sound in this joke. Mm-hmm. Versus like where you see your audience mm-hmm. is actually hanging out and it's like not there. Yeah, it's time to get rid of there and ke- and get to the point where where you know that's how I grew on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? It, it was just about distilling your video down, down, down. Like I remember I used to watch all these man on the street videos and like it would take a while for it to get to the conflict and I was like, God damn it, mm-hmm. I want the conflict right away. So that was all my man on the street videos were. That's all they were. I just mm-hmm. got, it was started with conflict. It, it was all conflict the whole fucking time and that's how I grew. So mm-hmm. like, and I was listening to Mr. Beast talk recently. He's like the most famous YouTuber now. Yeah. And he was, he was talking about engagement and how you can just, you know, you can just tell when you're in a conversation with somebody even mm. when everyone's going to lose their focus on it. If you've mm. been paying attention to this stuff over over time and it's time to trim that out mm. and get to the fucking point again. Right. Mm. And you can actually start to boil your own content down and really just making it as engaging as possible. Yeah. I think it gets tough, though. Like, um, I, I love like that's a great analysis because. It does take time to hone yeah. that part of it. it. Like you have to really listen to yourself. Yeah, and That's like what would I? Part. What would I watch back? You know, when you're creating content, that you're like, I want to be proud of like and watch like make mm-hmm. content that I would watch. Mm-hmm. You have to like look at it with an outside eye and like kill your babies sometimes. Think and, about your audience. Yeah, and um and take out the parts that you like you like, but like maybe it doesn't help the narrative of the story or like the the video as a whole. And I I do think yeah. that's harder for creative people. Um, just because. Like, yeah, you fall in love with your, your stuff sometimes. And, yeah. Well, creative yeah. can be a pejorative as well, right? Like, it can be a, a bad thing, too, right? Like, like mm. you're a creative person in a way where you just made the brown bunny and you're Vincent Gallo and you had a chick suck your dick and, like, you, you know, but it's art and it's a beautiful fucking piece of work and, like, you're going to try to submit it to festivals and shit. Like, mm. that's creative, sure. Mm. But everybody just thought you made porn yeah. <laughs> at the same time. You know, so, so you have to really just kind of check yourself a little bit, look in the mirror, uh, I think, at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely, yeah, it's hard for me because I guess I just don't really, I kind of, I definitely have trimmed it down in the beginning. I was like dawdling around even like in the early videos and like not getting to like the actual point. And I'm, it's like a lot cleaner, but I guess I'm still like not even hundred percent clear of like why my stuff works or like who's watching it. Yeah. That can be a thing too. You know, I'm like, okay, this is working, but like, who are these people? And like, (laughs) what are they, what do exactly do they like about it? What part of it is because I I haven't been strategic in the last year, but I don't know. I feel like I, I, I feel like I fell in love with this artsy fartsy part because I that's kind of got me some success, some success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now I'm trying to like hone in. Well, it sounds like what, what made you successful just yeah. from what you've been talking about is yeah. you liked it. Yeah. So you're gonna keep making it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think that that's really really good. Right. People can I, sense when you're not passionate. Yeah, I yeah. think that yeah. it, that is a really really good starting engine, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then what I'm talking about is almost like after the bomb goes off, how do you like pack it back in so that you can really distill like what everyone's there for totally and i mean i've been i 20 percent what's the old saying like 20 percent gives 80 percent of the results like what what ratio i spend so much time editing and thinking of ideas and racking my brain like if i could just like cut down to the meat and potatoes of like how do i get the most likes in the shortest amount of video with the least amount of effort over and over and over again that's that i still think is good yeah that's the key love it 
yeah know, it's hard yeah. and and that's like it's two separate yeah. parts of your brain because yeah. there's like the analytics part we have a friend he's a youtuber and he's so good at the Genius analytics at part it. like where he just he, when it, the thumbnail the freaking seo the, like every little detail that gets you the most amount of wow. watch time in the algorithm and stuff he's like on it and yep. his channel blew up obviously like that sky high you know inevitably um and uh yeah he but he's you know for years he was like creating content that he liked um Mm. and then he like switched it to like the algorithm content and his channel blew up and he he found a happy medium where he loves the stuff he's doing and now the seo but i remember him going back and forth like well this stuff i like but doesn't do well and Mm. this stuff does well but i don't really love it and now he's like at that middle ground sweet spot but that when he ran me through the analytics it's like a lot of stuff to dude look at i hate it so much i need to hire once you get it down it's like (laughs) yeah yeah once you get it then yeah yeah you can start to recognize it you just start to watch something and then you go oh yeah we should cut it here we should cut it here yeah 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 you just start to know but it's kind of like learning the technical aspects of poker like some people are just really good at the math and like the and like exactly no where all the bluff away. spots are they like yeah. the computers mm-hmm. and if you can just balance the two like all right i already have the intuitive side down like i just really need to study the math part and like get that mm. second nature and then then you can start you know balancing it but i think going mm. off the deep end like you did like where you're like let me go all the way on the other side of the spectrum with the art stuff and then like meet it in the middle is like the best way because then i think so yeah and how do you measure success right so like yeah. your metric could be different like there are people out there who do like food reviews mm. and like they've been doing it for five years and they have amassed a huge audience mm-hmm. and that's what they do they go to fast food they go eat through fast food Muffins. and they're like yeah, yeah. They're, and they're like i like it or i don't like it yeah and like and like if that is like something that they love and they're they like doing it that's great but like you could be you know fucking roman polanski and you're watching that and you're like i would this would be my personal hell yeah, yeah this would course. be my nightmare yeah yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the, what do you, did you, have you thought about like what the end goal is? Are you kind of just in the fun, like experimental phase and we'll see where it goes? That's kind of the problem too, is I don't really have a necessarily like a dream end goal because I mean, I guess my end goal is to just like have like a bigger channel where I'm not, because right now I make my money from poker. I don't make money from sponsors or from content. Well, it's, content but it's like sponsored by a poker site not yeah. you're like a ads. poker stars poker stars and is, is it called an ambassador like, yeah yeah i'm not team pro i'm like an ambassador i guess um but yeah i guess the goal would just to be like have a channel that actually can get like real big sponsors and i can support myself on that um and poker can be a side more of a side thing but um but yeah i'm just like torn i'm just like because i'm like i'm in this place with it now where i'm like oh this is like good shit I don't want to like sacrifice it all and I'm like so yeah. timid but yeah, I just need to like let it go and just say fuck it and just do yeah letting go and yeah. I mean that's kind of all you yeah. all you can do in life when you take the, res- the risk what's step one Um, I think I just need to like get rid of like all judgment around is this good or is this bad even and the goal is just literally like it's not even to like make good shit it's to literally just make shit and then see what and go by numbers like turn off the art brain completely and trust that like that's there the muscle is there and mm. that'll pick up mm-hmm. i am not going to let myself just make complete trash because i have a certain amount of skill at this point and just completely be like robotic almost with it mm. yeah like mechanical re- refillable content it's still your voice still your sense of humor 
but it's like refillable. Like they always used that term when we were like oh, really? yeah, coming oh, yeah. up with formats like for YouTube. Like mm. how can you make refillable content that if something's trending, you can easily slip it into your content? For example, I had a cooking show like yeah. I wasn't I didn't know how to cook and the whole thing was like me trying to make a dish and having him taste it at the end and he has to tell me if it's tasty or not uh-huh. and it's called Tasty Tuesday and everybody it's like the same format every time um, I'm picking a recipe I don't know how to do it yet we're gonna see what happens and then he has to taste it at the end and everyone knows what happens like and it gets judged tasty or not um, well then if something's trending like uh, this is probably a really bad example but like the Tide Pod thing was trending that's um, a very bad example. A bit, yeah, okay. The yes. not use that example. Well, holidays even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. If, like holidays are, are good tent poles where like everybody's doing Halloween content. So Or like what, cakes or Yeah, like what yeah. Halloween con when Halloween recipes can I make right now? Or like Super Bowl mm. or the like, football season just started. What are good like football appetizers to sure. make and see if that works? So you get the SEO because people are already like searching those things around mm. that time of year. Maybe they'll find you. But mm. yeah, and then they're like, well, I also cook, so I just keep mm. watching that, you know? Um, yeah. But Or like if there's a trend, like everyone's doing like the ice bucket challenge, maybe we make like an ice slushy food thing and you like have that in there. I don't know. Um, but that's like an example of refillable content where yeah. you're hitting the algorithm, but you're also doing content that you like and it's still your voice and personality. Something else that YouTube did that I think helped to actually ruin part of why I liked watching YouTube Mm. was they made the algorithm benefit the most likes the fastest. So now videos don't even start until people spend 45 seconds explaining why you gotta fucking like the video and subscribe to the channel. And like, so YouTube created these rules, it's not their fault, but now, Guess what, guys? There's a new package coming to your doorstep every creator tomorrow, and you have to make your videos suck a little bit more because mm-hmm. that's how to game the algorithm. And everyone just sort of has to participate in that, so it's not even their fault. Mm, but yeah. it just the, it comes from the top, right? The top helps to make the other stuff suck more, mm. and it's or it, like when you oh, it was based off watch time too. Like, um, so if yeah. you had a shorter video, which is what traditionally did well on YouTube, was having like short, quick quick sketches like um, yeah so like it counts as a view because it's short so if your video is a minute long and then like it counts as a view and so the high view counts were the what was pushing videos up and then YouTube was like you know what not gonna be about view counts anymore it's gonna be about watch time so the longer your video is the more the algorithm will push it so everyone's content got stretched even if there wasn't any meat left they would just try to like fill it it so it could get to like seven to ten minutes so that they could get boosted by the algorithm and it was just like ah like i wish that it would let creativity and it would just let it be yeah Yeah. Yeah. decide but but you have to choose you have to it's like do i want to be successful right and still make my videos and be be rewarded by the tube god's algorithm yes or do i want to make my own thing and like be against it but like not ever reap the rewards of being on a platform like youtube it's it sucks they they put you in that box Mm. so i'm not even blaming creators when i say that but it has made videos almost unwatchable now. Where I'm, I'm trying to watch something. And then you got like, these machines of companies that just churn out like SEO yep. algorithmic content. They just like have bots. Yeah, and it's just like <laughs> so people have to sift through all that to get to your video too, because they've found a way to exploit the the SEO and algorithm. It's a whole. I'm like, listening to something. Yeah. I'm in the car. Yeah. I'm like driving. I'm listening to a guy talking, and then all of a sudden I hear a fucking. Ch- 
click and I hear a bell and I'm like, what the fuck is somebody behind? And it's like, oh no, it's on the video. They're saying subscribe and they put the big subscribe mm-hmm, thing up mm-hmm. here and then they have you click in the bell and it's like, yeah. But then again, it's not their fault. That's YouTube. So yeah. it just sucks to have to acquiesce to the rules of the medium. But that is, I guess, the hell that we're all in. That's the hell we're in. But I found that super relatable. I think that a lot of people yeah. out there that are like, you know, I have this thing I love to do. Mm. And then I have this thing that I know works and brings me money. Mm. Is there a way to merge them? Do I have to pick one? Mm. Do I have to sacrifice my soul for the money or sacrifice the money for my soul? Like, and it, I've talked to so many people that have been do in that both. boat. Sacrifice yeah. your soul, have ad breaks. Yeah, for sure. That's I it. think that like, now that I've got a handle on it, I need to just trust that like, even if, because the thing is, even if you're doing whatever ice bucket challenge or something that's very like trendy, whatever, you're obviously just still going to be you. Yeah. It's not gonna, you're not going to literally just be some intolerable person who does it, who's <laughs> yeah. like the worst. You're still going to do your thing and have your little jokes and you'll put your spin on it. So, but you have to hone that in first. Yeah. And I think I'm there now. That's like, great. That's, that's great. a great place that's to really be good. in. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited to see like what Thanks. comes next. Can't wait. Definitely subscribe. Uh, what's the cha- is there a channel name yet? Um, Marl's TV. Marl's TV. M A R L Z. Don't forget to click the bell. Notifications bell. <laughs> that's your, but that's your poker channel. Or that's your no Marley Poker is poker. Marley Poker and is poker. Marl's TV. It's... Okay, Marl's TV is is my regular. Okay, yeah. awesome, exciting. Well, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I know. It's so awkward ending these. I know, stories. right? Well, no. Is there anything else, like anything else you want them to go check out? Like I know that. Um, Spraggy on Twitch.com. Yeah, um, my husband. My husband. Uh, oh, you're moving to 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 Europe England. Soon. Yeah. Yes, I'm so ready to like, be over there. Um, I'll probably stream a little bit, but like I said, I'm not really trying to like, you know. So follow her on Twitch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Marley Poker. There's so many Marl's more TV. options over there. Yeah. For, for poker. Yeah. And this is good. There's good live poker. There's EPTs. Um, and it's a tournament. Live tournaments. European poker talk. How are you going to get your cats there? That's the biggest question. Uh, I have one, one boy here and he is going to be a very un- unhappy camper yeah. on that flight. <laughs> you take him on the flight, put him in your lap? Uh, under the seat, yeah. Under the seat. He's a big boy though, so he's going to oh be a little cramped. See, she's a cat lady too. You have to subscribe. Exactly. Got yes, it. please. Yes, Chauncey. I okay. post lots of content. Follow him. But on... You have two cats. One's in, in, in London, England. right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And just and so it's... funny. Like, honestly, the same type of humor. Dry. <laughs> dark dry Who? uh you know me like us like, yeah. i think i feel like anyone that watches us oh, yeah. would love your stuff i thought so. you called her andrew yeah i thought you said angela i was like uh, yeah. who's angela I, was like, I need to enunciate yeah, um fine. i don't I was have like, she's like andrew's so funny i'm like oh who's andrew <laughs> oh and just <laughs> and, is what and i just, said and just so Andrew's funny, so funny. Yeah. okay okay, okay. should well, put some pauses you. in there maybe i went into mumble mode like you i like it i think people are gonna start googling oh who's andrew it's <laughs> a more efficient way to <laughs> <laughs> follow Andrew. Yeah, right, follow Andrew TV. Uh, check us out Patreon, patreon.com slash sticky. Keeps the show alive. Thank you very much. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye bye.